0: Hello, welcome. What can I get for you to drink? This is Joseph Borowski. I am a world-traveling cocktail evangelist and bartender trainer responsible for hundreds of bar menus in over three dozen countries. My namesake no-menu cocktail bars, Jay Borowski, are in Bangkok, Hong Kong, and Shanghai. I am a bartender. You're listening to my brand-new podcast, Ask the Bartender. My goal here is to find out from bartenders around the world various bits of information on whatever topic interests me at the time. I think everybody knows that the bartender knows a little bit about everything. So let's get started. Today, for my first episode, I'm going head-on with the coronavirus because, frankly, what else is there right now? Bars all over the world have been closing, and I think everyone in some way is being majorly affected by this. As I'm recording this, New York City just closed all restaurants as of yesterday. This is absolutely mind-blowing. Many of you out there are likely locked in your home, being quarantined, or at least seriously minimizing your contact with others. It's pretty surreal. If this virus has infected you or a loved one, my heart goes out to you and I wish you a speedy and complete recovery. As you know, COVID-19 kicked off its world tour in Wuhan, China. Thanks for the help of my friends at Drink Magazine Asia. Definitely check it out if you haven't yet, by the way. I got in touch with one of the top bartenders of the city, Jason Shu affectionately known by his friends and guests as Wawa heads up Clove Lounge among other venues in the heart of Wuhan. Here's his story.
1: Hi, I'm Jason Xu, I'm a bartender, and my friends call me Wawa. I'm from Wuhan, China. I won the 2012 Panorica China Omega Competition Shanghai Champion, and the 2012 Tohona World Run-Up in Mexico. On Christmas Day 2016, I opened the Clove Lounge. The Clove Lounge is a chain of cocktail and whiskey bar in Wuhan, China. Clove Lounge now has four bars, a liquid trading company a bartender's training school and a party planning company in Wuhan, China. As a barman by profession, I make the cocktail and serve guests every day. Before the outbreak, I went to work normally every day. I went home and had a lot of expectations for the new year. Last December, I first heard about the virus, and at first, I just kept an eye on it, waiting for the government to inform me. The guests in the bar also talked about the virus. At first, we all had the same ideas and kept paying attention. We were going to keep staff on duty, as we did in previous years. After the virus broke out, we closed down. The government informed the whole city that the traffic was closed and that everyone would stay at home and don't go out. Our employees and I use WeChat every day to contact, careful, and encourage each other. During the isolation at home, we learn new knowledge, keep exercising, and chat with friends in video. During the isolation, I communicated with our guests in the WeChat group and taught them to make cocktails from home materials. During this period, I also talked to other bar communities where video and made phone calls to each other. So far, my friends are not infected this epidemic has accelerated the online business of our bar. We have made online takeout cocktails and whiskey, leave online cocktail marking, online music party, and so on. Now, we are still waiting for the opening notice of the government. Once the opening notice is reserved, I am prepared to increase the research and the development of online business repackage our cocktail products and achieve the combination of online and offline bar service. The impact of this epidemic on the bar industry in China is undoubtedly huge, but I believe this experience will also speed up the transformation of Chinese bars and further improve the quality of products and more environmentally friendly.
0: J. Borowski number three, the one in Shanghai, was meant to fully open its doors at the beginning of February of this year, just after Chinese New Year. When the virus hit China hard and started rapidly spreading, the government there took assertive action to get people off the streets and shorten its reach. This, of course, meant that opening was not even a possibility. Although at this stage, people in Shanghai have now been venturing with caution outside their homes, and venues have reopened, although generally to very small numbers, I'm holding off the opening until all things are a bit back to normal. Of course, as we all know, it's just all quite a bit anxiety-provoking and so damn uncertain. I asked one of my local bartenders there to tell me how his life has been affected by all this. Nick Wang makes a really mean custom-made cocktail and is definitely eager to craft you one once we get the doors open.
2: Hi. I am Nick. I am the bartender at Jay Brosky. We had planned to reopen on February 1st, but the government didn't allow us to open because of the virus. So we just have to wait for the government to announce that we can reopen until now. I heard about the virus in early January. My colleagues and I thought it was just a flu with a little bit serious symptoms. So we still work and live as usual. But we found that was not so simple after half a month. At first, people thought it was another serious virus like SARS in 2003. And they were very scared. That's why all the masks in Shanghai were sold out in half a day. My original plan for the Chinese New Year was go back to my hometown for a holiday and visit friends and relatives. However, because of the serious situation of the virus, all the shops and malls were closed and there was no one on the street So, I had to stay at home during the whole Chinese New Year. When I went back to Shanghai, the apartment asked me to sign in my personal information and told me I need to quarantine myself at home for 14 days. Started from February, lots of flights have been cancelled and some of the subways have been shut down. All the shopping malls and public areas has been closed so as to keep people at home. The government didn't say that people cannot go out, but people have to wear masks if they do, and they encourage people to cancel any parties or gathering. Until now, people are still required to wear masks and avoid going to crowded places. We stay in touch by WeChat, and talk to about what's new about the virus and the reopen delay policy from the government. All we can do is to stay at home, but we can kill our time by cooking, playing computer games, sports, and reading. Although we cannot to go outside, but we can study and work out during this time. I didn't do any bartending at home. Although I have some ideas that want to try, but I don't have my equipment at home, except for Mod Wine, which I have made many times at home. I get information from the bar community from a WeChat group. Some bars still keep open, but without any guests. Some bars started doing takeaway to make it through the time. Some bars have lose too much money that they even have to close forever. I have some buttoned friends from Wuhan, but not infected, and they are the people closest to the virus. Many of them didn't stay at home. Instead, they volunteer in helping transporting medical goods. I really want to help like they do. So I donate some money to Wuhan to offer a little help and hoping the situation can be changed soon. During the time, I get food from online grocery app. You can pick any food online and they will be delivered to the front gate of your apartment. And then, we just need to go downstairs to pick them up without face-to-face seeing anyone or going too far. In these 40 days, the only people I have seen are my girlfriend and my roommate, and we all live together. I hope after the virus, I can start to work on those new ideas I have during the isolation, and I also realize how important it is to stay healthy and keep my body in good shape to offer better surface. It is very sad to see those bars who are forced to close because of the virus, and I hope we can stay positive and hopefully get through this hard time together.
0: This situation certainly has been evolving quite quickly. When I started putting this podcast episode together a week and a half ago, the world looked quite differently. Even in just that small amount of time, the outlook seems to have gone from worry to panic to massive confusion and even disgust. My buddy Steve Schneider is a legendary bartender, having venues in the US, Asia, and Central America. He has a bar in Shanghai, as I do, but is currently in New York experiencing the drastic turn of events there. I asked Steve to weigh in on his take of the business side of things.
3: Hey, Joseph. Thanks for having me on. Hey, everybody. My name is Steve Schneider. I am from employees only New York, Singapore, uh, the odd couple in Shanghai, the Elysian Cafe in Hoboken, the Strangers Club in Panama. I don't know. The list goes on and on, but. Uh, As you all know right now, um, business all around the world has taken a big hit, as is everybody's life, really. So Joseph uh, asked me to talk about what really happened and what's going on on our end and what we're doing to sort of deal with this crisis. Um, I just went through this in Shanghai at The Odd Couple. And, you know, it was fairly straightforward process for us. We They told us we had to close, so we closed. And, you know, it's very important that I think for any business to, as best you can, try to set up some kind of emergency funds. I mean, we had funds in the bank and we just waited it out, waited it out. And now we're open. And just this past weekend, actually, businesses started to pick up. We opened probably about three weeks ago. We were closed for almost two months. So, and then when we reopened, it was really, really slow. But, yeah, I mean, just like... I mean, if you have to close, you have to close. And sometimes it's better just to close than to pay staff and um, pay for uh, cost of goods and everything like that. And of course, you know, uh, we're still in negotiations about rent rebates and stuff like that. And, you know, I hope hope it comes through. But, you know, everyone around the world has been pretty understanding about this. Uh, everything's kind of stopped. Um, so in China, we just kind of waited it out. And when they said it was okay to come out, you know, we, uh, we open the doors. Right now, though, we are missing our tourists, which is a, a big part of where we are at the odd couple in Chintendi. So, you know, we're open, business is open, but we're just kind of treading water, um, and just, you know, taking it week by week, really. Um, just, I, I, I can't stress how important it is to, to, to have a, a, a plan for this kind of stuff in the future moving forward. Any kind of emergency disaster, um, you know, something could happen, you know, a fire or something like that. And it's always good to have, to have some kind of working capital in the bank, um, before, you know, the ownership pays, before you pay yourself, you know, make sure your staff is paid up to date with that. Make sure, you know, everything's all sorted out. And then if you have to sacrifice, you know, a few bucks and you're going to have to. And that's exactly what, what we did. Uh, I missed. I've missed out on a lot of money this year, and but you know what? I mean, I'm not the only one. Uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as everybody else. So I'm not really complaining about it. I'm just taking the hits as they come, rolling with the punches, and uh, being patient. And you know, like uh, I'm I'm confident in my ability. Once we're open to 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 perform and to resume, you know, being hospitable and serving good drinks and food to people. Right now, today, as I'm recording, though, I was uh, forced to close three places, employees only in New York, Elysian Cafe in Hoboken, and the Strangers Club in Panama. So uh, three places in one day I had to shut down because of the government for the time being. And that's another situation where um, we're going to have to just take it week by week and day by day. And uh, I'm I'm hoping it's no more than three weeks to a month, just like it was in Shanghai. But in the Legion Cafe in Hoboken, we do a lot of takeout already. So we're just going to really push. Hoboken, New Jersey, if for y'all that don't don't know, is just a one square mile city, blue collared town, a lot of families there. So they're going to, they're going to need some food. So we can definitely deliver there. Employees only, um, that's just what we have, you know, we're just going to have to wait it out and close and see what's up. Um, New York City is a different animal than Hoboken, New Jersey. And in Panama they told us to close, so we closed and we're just uh again doing the same thing, talking to the landlord, um, you know, just trying to put everything on hold. But a lot of companies, again, they've been really understanding. I, I haven't had any instances where someone's really shaking us down for payment like right now. I think everyone's just kinda put um, you know, society first before before their wallets, and I think that's a good thing. So yeah, I, I mean, it's a surprisingly simple, uh, plan I have. And that's just to take it easy and, um, just endure. And that's all we can, we can do, you know, it's just, uh, we've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. And, you know, we just gotta take the hits as they come and just uh, realize that, you know, your, the safety and well-being of your family and friends is more important. And, uh, that's all I really gotta say about that. Thanks for having me on, you know, uh, best of luck to everybody out there. You know, I'm uh, hoping for the best. Most importantly, stay safe. Okay,
0: thanks. So there you have it. This is what you get if you ask the bartender about the coronavirus. I certainly hope the drastic measures taken around the world make a strong impact on slowing, reducing, and perhaps even contributing to the eradication of this virus. Anything you'd like to add, check out the show notes on how to contact me. And thanks so much for stopping by, having a listen, and asking the bartender. Hey, wash your hands, will you? I'll talk to you soon.